you've tuned into Convicted Conversations. And now available on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to your podcast. Speaking on behalf of these niggas that got felonies. Convicted Conversations. Hi, good afternoon. This is Gary, your host of Convicted Conversations. Speaking on behalf of these niggas that got felonies, losing pains from their lost one's memories. 20-year-old wannabe pimp Daryl Lamar Gartley was sentenced to 12 years and 5 months in federal prison for sex trafficking of two minors on Craigslist and Backpage in 2016. They went by the name of Honey and Luscious. Look, you know how the pagan chit-chat goes I like R's and V's and O's I don't really play no tic-tac-toe Been with chubs through highs and lows We seen man last night, they froze Wasn't no cameras, wasn't no pose Just like that one time at Chella A good thing man weren't pulling out phones Stay in big six-six with woes Man start dissing and doing repose They do anything except rose Still can't see them after it snows I don't have time for the waste man jokes Personal thing if I'm getting up close Loyal to Oaks, I've taken an old Versace Hotel and I'm taking the roads Seeing them in person, I'm seeing a ghost They told me relaxes and taking control take all that shit up with p and his bro i wish you the best let me know how it goes wanna be free and i wanna let go we came around and you showed us the most i know so much shit that i cannot expose i keep it inside and i laugh on my own an oregon man was sentenced to 149 months and 12 days in prison to be followed by a lifetime of supervised release for sex trafficking of minors. Assistant Attorney General Brian Benkowski of the Justice Department of Criminal Division of U.S. Attorney Billy J. Williams of the District of Oregon announced. Darrell Gartley, 23, pled guilty on August 12, 2019 to two counts of sex trafficking of minors before U.S. District Court Judge Michael Simon of the District of Oregon, who sentenced him earlier today and remanded him to custody of the U.S. Marshal Service. According to facts admitted by the defendant during the guilty plea, in the beginning of 2016, he moved from California to Portland, Oregon. Shortly after moving to Oregon, the defendant met two 15-year-old minors and around December 2016 through January 2017, the defendant posted advertisements on Backpage and Craigslist offering the minors for commercial sexual acts. The advertisements included pictures of the minors, both clothed and nude. This is the defendant's second conviction for sex trafficking minors. On May 22, 2017, the defendant was sentenced to seven years imprisonment on the state conviction of sex trafficking minors in California. And they added his systemic and repeated exploitation of abusive minors, truly reprehensible conduct deserving of the court's strongest condemnation, requires a lengthy period of incarceration to both protect the public and to provide an adequate quantum of punishment. Federal prosecutors Ravi Sena and Kaylin um, Fowlin wrote in a sentencing memo. The investigation of the case was conducted by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, Homeland Security Investigation, 
with the assistance of the U.S. Marshal Service and the San Diego County Sheriff's Department. This case is being prosecuted by trial attorney Kaylin Fowler of the Criminal Division Child Exploitation and Obscenity Section, which is also known as the CEOS, and the Assistant U.S. Attorney Robbie Cena of the U.S. Attorney's Office and the District of Oregon. This case was brought as a part of the Project Safe Childhood, a nationwide initiative to combat the growing epidemic of child sexual exploitation and abuse launched in May 2006 by the Department of Justice. Led by U.S. Attorney's Office and the CEOS, Project Safe Childhood Marshals, federal, state, and local resources to better locate and apprehend to prosecute individuals who exploit children via the internet, as well as to identify and rescue victims. For more about Project Safe Childhood, please visit www.justice.gov PSC for more information. Now, this guy, he only got 12 years for two separate cases, one in California and one in Oregon. He's young, but I'm like, why they only let him off? They let him off very light. I mean, he's 20 years old. I mean, 12 years, not bad. Hopefully, he get his act together. Um, he's a few years older than these women. Um, I read somewhere else where these uh, girls actually lied to him about their age. And one of the 15-year-olds, her mom actually let him move into the house with them. So he was um, living under the one of the mom's roof. She didn't know he had warrants or he was wanted in California on separate cases. Um, and he moved down to Oregon. And now he's locked up. And he's going to be in there for 149 months and 12 days to be exact with a lifetime of supervised uh, probation or supervised release. So he's going to have to report um, his pictures are going to be up wherever he stays. Every neighborhood, his picture is going to go up um, that he's doing this to teenagers. Like I say, he just turned into an adult. He's 20. The two girls... Um, I read somewhere else, one of them said they were 17, and the other one said they were about 16. Um, but on his Instagram page, he posted pictures of money and bottles of lean and cell phones. And these are the things that I guess he used to attract these young women and to, to get them to do his bidding, if you will. And now he's going to be spending the next 12 years in prison followed by a lifetime supervised release. And like I said, those 12 years, he got a lot of time to do some thinking. Hopefully he goes in there. If he doesn't have a diploma, hopefully he gets one or a GED and he do some soul searching. A lifetime of probation, bruh. Most people definitely will violate that in a heartbeat. They won't be able to do it. And they know you're going to violate it. They know you're probably going to get back out on the streets and you're going to start selling drugs or you're going to start pimping again. They know it. It's probably in your DNA. It's probably in your blood. Whatever got you to doing this early, you was on that. And now you're paying the consequences. They gave you 12 years and 12 days. 
So you do have some time to think about your actions and get yourself right. It's unfortunate that these young ladies are subjecting themselves to this and a lot of the young ladies and not just in Oregon, but in Florida, Ohio, and you know, around the world, women are, you know, showing their bodies, they're putting it on Instagram, they're doing videos, they're on back pages, they're on Instagram. Most of them don't even have pimps. They're doing it themselves. And a lot of these kids are missing, they're running away from homes. A lot of these kids are being touched. They're being molested by boyfriends. They're being molested by dads, aunties, uncles, pastors, you name it. These kids don't know who to fucking trust. So they stay on the go. And the only thing they know to get money is to sell their body. That's the only thing they know. They gonna sell that pussy and they gonna make them some money and they don't give a fuck how you feel they gonna do it and they not gonna get tired of it until something bad happens to them or uh one of the tricks or one of the guys um things don't go their way something happened like that a few years back some guy met this girl online and he came down and he killed and buried in the backyard right here in fort lauderdale and i mean these things are happening all over um Black females in particular are missing. They're gone missing. And again, a lot of them aren't dead. A lot of them are moving from state to state, working at different um, clubs or what have you. They're on Backpage. They're on Instagram. They're on Snapchat. They're on all types of platforms getting that money, selling themselves, feeding themselves, they want the lifestyle. They like the images that they're seeing and the videos that they're seeing on TV. They want that lifestyle until you actually in it, until you actually getting abused, until you actually getting punched in the face, until you actually are being put on drugs to keep you contained, being put on drugs to control your mind. Until you actually in it, it's not all fun and games. It's not all fun and games. When you get locked up, it's not all fun and games. A lot of those pimps don't bail you out. They leave you to fend for yourself. You got to get it how you living. They make you learn a lesson, not to go against the grain, all type of shit. So, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that this is happening. And again, particularly to our black women, they're going missing. They're not returning home. God bless them keep a shield of protection over these young women and get them guidance. Hopefully they'll wake up, they'll see the light and they'll understand that they're worth more than what they're portraying. They're worth more than what they're putting on the internet. They're worth more than what these men or women are telling them. And it's not just men pimps, it's women pimps too. It's women I have getting more money than the men. Women trust women more than they trust men. So they have women bosses out here, bossing up, putting them to work, putting them on the track, putting them in different strip clubs. Women coming by picking up money. Studs and um, pretty females, femmes coming by picking up that bread. 
they living, they moving from state to state, hotel to hotel, they getting money. And again, a lot of their parents are reporting them missing, but they're not missing. They're in different states. They ran different color hairs. You never know. They're getting um, butt implants, fake injections, all types of shit. So their bodies are changing. They're getting tattoos, piercings. They look a little different than probably how you last seen them. So a lot of these kids, like I say, they aren't missing. A lot of them are. And, you know, God bless their souls wherever they are. If they're in trouble, help them. If you're in trouble, like the other lady, a young lady reached out the other day. Um, somebody kidnapped her and the guy was trafficking her. And she reached out to some of her friends on Snapchat. And that's how they found her. So if this is happening to you and you feel like you trapped and you can't get out, if you're able to use a cell phone, if you're able to get free, if you're able to go to a corner store or grocery store for food or anything, scream for help. Scream for help. Leave a note in the hotel and people come clean up the hotel rooms. Leave a note. Do something. Reach out. Let your family know you're alive. Leave a note somewhere right on the walls right under the mattress leave a note under the mattress for when they come clean up the rooms hopefully they do a thorough job cleaning these rooms up and somebody find your note or something you left behind an earring or a picture or something that belonged to you try to reach out to your family and let them know that you guys are alive i know a lot probably has gone on over the years a lot has gone on behind closed doors and a lot of your parents probably have let things happen to you. You've probably gone to them and told them, hey, I'm being touched on or this, this, that, and the other. And it's probably falling on deaf ears. But right now, the way things are going, you know, they have so many organizations, Rain and a bunch of other organizations out there that are helping kids um, get away from these pimps, that are helping kids get away from um, being trafficked from state to state. All you have to do is reach out, call a hotline, call somebody, Instagram, let somebody know what's happening. Let somebody know you're tired of living that lifestyle. Let somebody know that you're being abused. And I promise you, somebody will listen. Somebody will reach out to you and they'll come get you. You have to want to change. You have to want to, you have to want better. Even if those things happened to you in the past, Try to get you some healing. You can't heal what you don't reveal. Try to get you some healing. You're more than just selling your body. You're more than being on drugs. You're more than that. We need women to have more kids, to produce more black kids. We need y'all. We need y'all to be strong. We don't need y'all to be exploited and and being beaten and, and sold um, to the highest bidder. We need y'all to stand up in the paint and, and be strong out here for yourselves, for your kids, and try to reach out to your families if you can. Let them know that you're okay. Let them know you're alive. And like I say, try to get some healing. It's 2020. It's a new day. It's a new time. And it's time to step up and, and do what's right. It's that time. If you beefing with your mama, put it to the side and, and, and try to compromise with each other. Try to try to make amends. 
whatever it is, it can't be talked. It can be talked out. Trust me, it can be talked out. As long as God wake you up and you're breathing, it could be worked out. It's never too late. Don't never let anybody tell you it's too late and it ain't going to change. You could change it. If you're tired of it, if you're tired of moving around, if you're tired of busting checks, if you're tired of staying at hotels, if you're tired of stealing, if you're tired of any of that, go get you a job, work, ask God for forgiveness, make amends with your family because at the end of the day, I promise you, that's all you have left. No matter what you've done in the past, your family's still going to stand up in a pain and stick by you. This is another episode of Convicted Conversations. Don't let your past dictate your future.